I'm Charity. And I'm Jason. And we, we want to talk, talk about, about ghosts! Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That took so much rehearsing. <laughs> it did. It was probably, it, it came off great, I bet. Is this an annoying sound? I don't know. We'll have to wait for <laughs> our fan mail. I don't know. Our Tell male you. fan or our fan Our mail. male fans. So, dude, let's talk about ghosts. If you remember a couple episodes back, we stumbled upon the fact that we have a connection in yeah. the, in the supernatural. Yeah. And it turns out that old chair bear here has had some experiences. It's true. And it turns out old rad dads had some experiences. Had some experiences with the supernatural, with the undead. With Well, Let's not talk. We'll have a zombie episode. We're not talking about yeah, zombies we, right I now. Yeah, but we, I mean, yeah, we could do that. We should have a zombie episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of yeah. want to talk about zombies. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So. With ghosts, We're man. just kind of getting, I guess Real we're just kind of going to grip and rip. So, I think you should probably talk first, because. All right, so. I can talk. Tell me about, okay, so. I don't know. I'm. A, hey, I, uh, uh, no, you. No, so I'm we've not. had experiences. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell me about your experiences. So. And like. Yeah. Just. I guess that's. We'll start there. So I should preface, and whether this or whether or not this affects me or whatever, uh, I come from a long line of individuals who have what my great-grandmother calls the Irish second sight. Oh. It's an Irish thing. Uh, and it's basically shit. just these people who are more open, more susceptible to seeing these kinds of things, whether it be spirits or whatever you want to call them. Uh, so I come from a long line of those people. And I have four siblings, and out of all four of us, myself and my oldest brother, so the oldest and the youngest, we have it. Okay. Or whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> we have the Irish second sight, or we're more open to it. I think my middle siblings are too, uh, they're wound too tight, and they just don't have time to believe in this kind of shit or whatever. So, okay, great. That being said, so probably the most, probably the time that... Or this was definitely the time that my mom, who also has it. Um, Thanks, mom. Yeah, and who is married to a man who, like, does not believe in that kind of shit. Mm. Um, this is the time. Fuck, I need to, like, arrange my thoughts. This is the story of the time that she realized that I had it. And this moment even freaks my dad out, who, again, is, like, not into this kind of shit. So... I'm maybe <clears throat> 11 or 12 years old. My grandmother on my dad's side had passed away. And we were at her funeral. And her funeral was in this funeral home. Pretty big, open, not like a tight, cramped, dark church. It was very big, big windows, you know, big stained glass windows, like way up in like the open second story. Uh, 
a funeral home that I had been to before. And we were there for my grandmother's funeral. And again, I'm like 11 or 12, so I'm old enough to like be left on my own, but not an adult, obviously, you know. But I'm not right, like a right. little kid either. Right. And uh, You're not at risk for like running out and getting lost or something. Right, 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 right. Um, like I'm pretty sure I had a cell phone at that point. Whatever. Jesus. So, so phones hadn't been invented when I was eleven. <laughs> I had a tele I had a portable had telegraph. Telegraph telegraph. Trellerman. Trellerman. Yeah. Anyway, so we're at the funeral. The funeral's over. And the whole family, there was like a little bit of time between the funeral and like the luncheon that happened afterwards. Right, right. Uh, everything was in the same building, but they had to set up and whatever. So a lot, like everyone was just milling about in this funeral home. And there's, in, in the funeral home, there's like the big, there's where all the pews are. Mm-hmm. And then there's the stage or whatever at the front. And on the, there's little alcoves on the sides of it that have like, there's like a couple of couches and little tables and mm-hmm. lamps kind of on the alcoves of this building. And my, it was me and my two female cousins and a male cousin and my brother and we were all sitting in one of these little alcoves and just like farting around like you know we were just kids and we were kind of bored and like yeah we were sad that my grandma was dead but at this point my grandma's been dead for like a week you know we were kind of over it whatever (laughs) yeah Um, I know what you mean yeah and I remember specifically that I was sitting on the floor and like the rest of my cousins and my brother were sitting on the couch and I was sitting on the floor, and I was kind of by myself. My cousins were <clears throat> talking amongst each other or whatever. And I'm sitting on the floor, and this woman comes up to me. And I, could, I can fucking tell you every detail about this woman. I could, sure, she was like five, six, five, seven. She was, uh, she was thin, but not like gross old lady thin. She, I could tell you where, like, every wrinkle on her face was. She had bright blue eyes. She was wearing a green dress with gold accents, t- little old lady heels. Um, her hair was done up nice. She looked like she was at a funeral. Right. She came up to me, and she bent down, and she said something along the lines of, like, um, it's so nice to see you again. And, I, and like, my dad is one of seven siblings his parents have a Mm. a bunch of siblings like there's all these people that i have no fucking idea right 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 you know they live all over the country like i could have met this one before but i didn't know right and she had a very soft southern voice Hmm. and she bent down and she said i've i'm uh it's so nice to see you again and i was like "Uh uh-huh yeah you know nice to see you too at a fucking funeral and she she just kept looking at me like such searing eye contact and she stuck her hand out in the like kind of half curve right 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 that very yes kind of way uh, yes and she said i'm your aunt nancy and i was like oh okay and i took her hand and her hand was so fucking cold so cold but i was like okay whatever it's you know, early spring, this is an old lady that got bad circulation, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. But I took her hand and I shook it. And she, and her and I, and I don't remember exactly the conversation, but we exchanged a few more like little pleasantries. 
you know, she said, you know, I'm so sorry to hear about your grandmother. I know how much you loved her. Uh, and then, like, the last thing she said to me was, uh, you've always looked just like her. Hmm. And which is something that my all of my family has said. They look a lot like my paternal grandmother. And, uh, again, I was like a little kid. I was kind of bored. I didn't know this woman. A lot of people had been coming up to me throughout the day. Right. Yep. Trying to talk to me. I was a little overwhelmed. I didn't really pay her that much mind. But I, I was, I'm nice enough to like, I looked at her, I made eye contact, I spoke with her. But when she was like wrapping things up, I was like, yeah, 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 okay. And then she walked away and the, the rest of the day went on. This is the middle of the day, early afternoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest of the day went on. <clears throat> and I don't specifically remember seeing that woman again throughout the day. But again, there was a lot of people there. You know, I was, you know, my mom was like, get over here, do this, go over there, talk to that person, whatever. So we're in the car on the way home, and it's very quiet. My dad, you know, is really quiet, and I leaned, like, up in between the two, the driver's seat and the passenger seat, into my parents, and I said, um, I said, I have an Aunt Nancy. And my mom went, well, you did, but she's been dead for, like, eight or nine years. And I was like... And I was like, well, do I have a different Aunt Nancy? And at this point, both my mom and my dad were like, no, Hmm. why? And I was like, well, I talked to an Aunt Nancy like hours ago at this funeral. Mm -hmm. And my parents like looked at each other and they didn't say anything and they didn't freak out or whatever. My mom was like, well, what did she look like? And I described them to her. And my, I remember my dad just like slowly putting his mouth, his hand over his mouth. And again, neither of them said anything. And we got home and whatever we, you know, I went upstairs and did whatever. My parents did whatever. And a little while later, they called me downstairs and they had all these pictures laid out on the table. And there were pictures, there were old pictures, there were new pictures, there were pictures of people I'd seen, picture, pictures of people I'd never seen before, all the kinds of pictures, like family pictures. And my mom and my dad were like, do you see the woman that you spoke to in any of these pictures? And I immediately picked out the three pictures that they put on the table of this Nancy woman. <clears throat> and I picked them out and I was like, yep, that's her, yep, that's her, yep, that's her. And they were like... What did she say to you? Where was it? Blah, blah, blah. And I told her, I told him everything about the Southern accent, how she was like very kind and very nice. I told her exactly, again, everything that she looked like. And they were like, yeah, your Aunt Nancy's been dead for like eight or nine years. (laughs) And they were like, you met her when you were a baby, like an infant. And she, and they were like, but she loved you. You know, you were the, I was the first baby girl of the family like that generation because my dad Mm. you know I was and so and she was she was my grandmother's sister okay that's so the grand yeah the grandmother that just so she's really not your aunt she's your great aunt she's my great aunt yeah she's your mom or your dad's aunt yes 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 yes. she's my great aunt nancy right but she whatever but that's how We've, I've had great aunts and great uncles yeah. in my life, but they always refer There's to them. Yeah. yeah, I'm your aunt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, she was my grandmother's sister, and she was at the funeral 
of the of her sister who just passed away, my grandmother. Right. And uh, <clears throat> my yeah, my mom was like, yeah, she passed away probably eight or nine years ago. You met her once when we went to a family reunion in Texas. But my grandmother and her family were raised in Texas, so they have the southern like right. that. I like everything clicked. And when we were going to bed that night, my mom came to like tuck me in and it was just me and my mom away from everybody else. Everything had kind of chilled out. She was like, how do you feel like knowing what you know now? My mom didn't say anything like, how do you, how do you feel talking to a ghost or whatever? Um, And I was like, I don't know. I feel fine. And she was like, do you, and it's just such a weird thing to like ask a, an 11 or 12 year old kid. But she was like, do you feel a sense of closure? And hmm. I was like, uh, I don't know. Or she was, and she was like, do you feel different? And I was like, not really. Cause at the time when I was talking to her, I didn't know she was dead, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good one, man. That was like, it was crazy. It was crazy because it was so authentic. If I had, like, known about my Aunt Nancy and knew that she had passed away and then I, like, saw her, it would have been totally different. Yeah, you would have had fear. Yeah, I would have been I would have been a little bit afraid. Yeah. You know, not afraid that she would hurt me, but this was, like... Just and confronted like, with something. Yeah. You know. And I remember <clears throat> this woman coming up to me and my cousins, like, looking at me and, like, looking at me and then turning and, and doing whatever and, like, left me alone. And I talked to this woman, and there were people around me. It was in broad daylight. You know, it wasn't like that's cool in the back corner of this church where nobody else was around. Like, it was crazy. And that was ever since then. My mom has my mom has been like very in tune with like like if we go into a place or into like a museum or something together. Like, when my mom and I went to Washington, D.C., we went to the Holocaust Museum. Mm. And that building is just full of, like, really strange and very different energy. Mm-hmm. And I instantly got a headache. Mm. Instantly got a headache. And so now my mom is, like, very in tune with that. And she can, like, tell when I'm in a place where I'm, like, a little bit uncomfortable psychically. And, uh, Yeah. That's just one of my plethora of ghost stories, if you will. That's a good one. But it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I have a big question f- for after we go through some of this stuff. But okay. Not related to your story specifically, but of course, actu- related to it. Okay. You know, not about details and stuff. Okay. So uh, 15 minutes in, we're going to take a break and come back and I'm going to make everybody blow their mind. Nice. Poop their pants. Poopy pants. <laughs> We're going to talk about ghosts. Go, go, go. I don't know. 
We're talking about ghosts. We're talking about ghosts. We're going to bounce those ghosts out, bro. <laughs> Not to steal from Nick Kroll. <laughs> Got to get those ghosts out, bro. Yo. All right, Her hit skin me. bobbled. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to poop my pants. I brought an extra okay, diaper so case. I'll just say this. I'll start it with this. Oh, my God. My 25th. High school reunion. Yes, I'm old. Went back to Charles <laughs> City where I lived in high school. Okay. Charles and, City. Yeah. Iowa. Iowa. And my friend, uh, one of my friends from class, another Jason, just came up to me and said, your house is still haunted. Whoa. So that's how I preface this story. Okay. So this isn't something that's unknown. Sure. Um... To fill in a little bit more color to this before I get into the story, I kind of follow this house. Okay. Not in, I, I actually follow it with a very healthy distance. Okay. That's fair. But um, it's been sold, I think, four times since we lived there, which is not very common for homes in Charles City. Yeah. And it's been vacant for a while. Is it vacant right now? I don't know. I haven't checked in the okay. last couple of years. But anyway... So, when I, sophomore year, high school, my dad and my mom and myself moved, well, my brother, he had already kind of graduated high school, but he was going to, anyway, we moved to Iowa. My parent, my dad grew up in Charles City, Iowa. My mom grew up in Mason City and we moved back from Texas. So the family changed very drastically from Mm -hmm. (laughs) Texas to Iowa. And I, so I started going to school in Charles City. Um, we bought this really cool, uh, I, want, I don't know the era it was built, but it's like this huge Victorian home okay. that originally at one point had three floors on it, only us two, and like 64 windows, five stained glass windows. Shit. It has like all this really beautiful woodwork and like, you know, actual plaster designs in the ceilings that are original to the house. It was Actually, had a foyer. It was beautiful. I mean, huh. beautiful home. Yeah, sounds beautiful. And so we moved into that house. The uh, bedrooms on the second floor, big kind of unfinished basement in the bottom. Had a really in a foyer, a big living room, a big dining room, a smaller dining room, a den, like a sitting room, yeah. a kitchen, servant stairs up the yeah. back, okay, Hell main yeah. stairs up the front, all this kind of stuff. So. It all kind of, I don't remember how exactly when it started, but I remember how I started noticing that things were happening. I would walk down the hall, so I need to paint a picture of this house. And the upstairs, the way the bedrooms were laid out is my brother, who didn't live there, but he had a room there, Uh had a room that was on the very uh, front end of the hallway towards the front of the house. It was kind of like a weird, like, angled bedroom because there was this big winding staircase that went up in the foyer up into the front and it was like this angled landing and then this bedroom was there. My bedroom was towards in the middle of the house on one side and my parents' larger bedroom was across my, uh, from my room, but the entrance to those rooms didn't line up. Yeah. 
if I were laying in bed and looking out my door, there was a wall sconce there. So there was always some sort of dim light right there. Okay. And then to get to the bathroom, I'd have to walk down the hall towards the back of the house. Mm -hmm. And down the hallway at the back half of the house, it actually kind of did this interesting thing. It would split in two directions. To the left, it angled a little bit and went to an office. Okay. And to the right, it went to a bathroom. But mm -hmm. then along that little jaunt to the right, it went to a sleep porch that was outside. And then a stairwell that went up above the servant stairs that led to nowhere. It literally went to the roof. It was a third stair that went up to somewhere on a third floor that right. didn't exist anymore. So I get up in the middle of the night to take a piss or whatever. Yeah. Walking down this hall. And you know how you're just kind of walking and you can't really see or you're kind of groggy. Yeah, yeah. But you move out of the way because something is there. Sure. You it can all, like sense it or feel it or whatever. Right. Yeah. It all starts with that. And so that happened a, a few times. And then the, I, I don't remember the day. It's been too long what date it was. But I remember I went into the bathroom one night and I went and it actually was one of these houses that had the twist, old <gasps> twist lights. So, oh, okay. And so you had twist lights and then you had push button lights. It was on or off. Uh -huh. It's not like modern electrical. I mean, it probably had, you know, tubing and stuff and right. not modern. Anyway, I twisted the dial and you hear the, and then all of a sudden uh -huh. the light comes on and there was a woman standing in the bathroom, right Whoa. in the middle of the bathroom. And she had long black hair. She was in her late twenties. She had a house coat on that was buttoned all the way up to her neck. And she looked like she was basically prepping to go to bed. And she was just okay. standing there in the middle of the room, and I saw her plain as day for that moment that the light turned on, and she was looking right at me. Yeah. And then she was also gone in that same exact moment. But it was like a moment in time yeah. where it was like, I don't know, but she was there. How, how did she disappear? Was it like a blink and she was gone? Or did it was she literally like the light was on, and I saw her, and I she was probably gone the moment the light the went light on, on, but yeah. I... Just for the second it, yeah. that I caught her, I saw everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was ingrained in me. Mm -hmm. She was very sad and uh, she looked healthy, but she just kind of had this kind of melancholy about herself. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, that's fucking crazy. Um, so after that, uh, things kind of started ramping up. So how long had you lived there at this point? Well, we only actually really lived there about two and a half years, maybe okay. close to three. This would have been probably in after about a full year. Okay. Right around that time. We had lived there for a while. Okay. And so here's the weird thing. So my dad lived there for a while with us, but then he got a job and went back to Texas and he would commute every once in a while. Oh, okay. As soon as he was gone, this stuff started happening. Okay. So the next time I saw it, this is where it starts getting fucking unbelievable. And I swear up and down, I will yeah. put my, I don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe in this sure. stuff. So this is actually really weird for me because yeah. I have to try to reconcile my belief in an afterlife with these kinds of things. Yeah. But so same bathroom, I was leaning over brushing my teeth. And this was the kind of bathroom that had a clawfoot bathtub. There was yeah. no shower. It had tile flooring, big yep. room, and a pedestal bath, uh, a sink, and just a, a small, like, old mirror on the wall. Right. I'm brushing my teeth, and I look up in the mirror, and she is fucking leaning over my shoulder, Ugh. like, looking in the mirror at me, 
over my shoulder and I look and she's not there and I look in the mirror and she's and there. And she's there? Oh my God. And I'm breathing now and I can see my breath uh-huh. and it starts actually icing the mirror. What the fuck? Yeah. Your breath? My breath. It's, it's cold enough in the room that it's like fogging up, like actually icing on the mirror. Oh my God. And I, I just, just kind of stopped and <coughs> sneeze and sneeze. <laughs> looked again and looked back and she's gone. So next, next. Okay. So I, Oh my God. To tell this story, I, I have to keep telling this cause it culminates in a, in an event. Okay. Okay. So, so this may last a while. That's okay. I'm into it. So it's my favorite shit to talk about. So, so anyway, so at my age, I'm, I'm condensing all this stuff down into one linear story that, you know, goes from point A to point Z, yeah. but there's time in between these events. Sure, right? sure, sure. And that thing. So now at this point in, in experiencing stuff and meanwhile, all those other things started, continued to happen as well. Like I'd walk down the hall, I'd feel like I'm going to bump into somebody. I'd lay in my bed and I would actually see something walk in front of the sconce. And the light would go out and come back right, on. Right, like but it wasn't. The light wouldn't shut off, but something right, was so blocking like the light. Right, in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit like that. You'd hear sounds. All this yeah. stuff is ramping up. My mom. So my mom and I had a strained relationship, and but she would stay. She would often go to her mother's house in Mason City and stay there. Okay. And come back and whatever. So there's often times when I was alone in the house, and there was a lot of times she was alone in the house because I was either doing sports or literally going out and getting drunk with my friends, just whatever. It was a very bleak house. But anyway, um, my mom would like to sleep on this back sleep porch that was on the second floor. It would get a great breeze. Yeah. Nice and cool in this fall and the spring and stuff. And she would sleep out there. And one night she woke up or she felt a pressure on her chest. Like she couldn't breathe. And she woke up because she had, she's like me. She has asthma and allergies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she woke up, and there was a, a dark figure leaning over her. And no matter what, she couldn't see the detail of this shape. Yeah. And it started pressuring her. And I remember I was waking up, and she was calling for help. Yeah. And That's I, scary on its own. I ran down the, the hall, got in there, and there was nothing in there that I could see. Mm-hmm. Nothing doing this, but she had a presence that was over her. That was bearing down on her and she couldn't breathe. Holy shit. So, going forward in time now, as we're progressing this, as events are starting to happen. So, along around the time that she started experiencing this dark shape, she would see it more in the house. And it was very unfriendly and uncouth. And like... cool. Right. I would see this woman frequently throughout the house but mainly always up on the second floor near the bedrooms and mainly only by the bathroom or that uh empty that that door that led to these stairs and this is fucking now this is crazy so as i tried to explain my mom would go and stay with her mother and her dad in mason city and i sometimes would actually be at the house by myself and I would yeah. do my studies, I would do stuff, and then I'd go to bed. Do my studies. And I would wake up in bed, tucked into the bed so tight that I couldn't get out. What the fuck? Um, 
like the bed was made with me in it. Yeah. And I would have to like wiggle my way out of it. Whoa. There's no fucking way on earth I did this. And no then, way. So I would come in, I'd throw my clothes everywhere, you know, whatever. Yeah, she wouldn't yeah. be there. I my clothes would be folded up and put on I had I had a kind of a big room and I actually had two beds in it. I had my bed and I had a guest bed. So if I had friends they could crash in my room. My fo- my clothes would be folded up and put on that, put bed. On that bed. Um all sorts of weird things like that. Whoa. Meanwhile, when I'm not around, my mom is feeling this ominous presence fucking with her. Yeah. So you know, we're seeing all sorts of things in the house, hearing all sorts of things in the house. We get to this one night where I had a friend staying at my house. And so I was kind of dabbling in music at that. It's when I first started playing in bands and stuff and, and at that time. And so in, in my basement, I had a drum set. We had an exercise bike. We had a VCR TV and stuff. And then we had uh-huh. a bunch of storage space and we had all this stuff. And we also had a big zone where our dogs slept. Yeah. We had three dogs and they were big dogs yep. and they were not, they're not like, you know, guard dogs or anything, but they would bark at strangers and do different things mm-hmm. here and there, but nothing big, usually very well mannered. Yeah. And my friend and I were hanging out in the basement, watching movies and stuff. And we fell asleep down there. And sometime in the middle of the night, we wake up and the dogs are barking. Yeah. Like, not like a dog, like who's, I'm talking. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. All right, so we had to adjust for a moment. We had a momentary thing. A momentary All right. thing. All right, so we're awoken in the middle of the night. Yes. Late, late night. And you're in the basement. In the basement. Okay. And the dogs are barking in a manner that I had never heard them bark before. Where, I'm talking like frantic. Right. And where are the dogs? They're in the basement with us. Okay. With, with me and my friend. And they are barking, barking, barking. And we're like, what's going on? We wake up and we're kind of coming to and we're hearing the barking and trying to figure out what's going on. And then what we actually start hearing is we, it sounds like there's like three or four people in the house. So imagine, if you will, in a big old home where the basement is the size of the entire footprint of the house. house. So you can, you know, you can hear people walking across the floor. This sounds like three or four people running all over the house simultaneously, like something in one corner. And now it's over in this corner and it's moving and all this stuff. And you're hearing like it's it sounds like cacophony. It's like crazy. And then all of a sudden. I'm hearing my mom yelling and the dogs are barking and my friend is like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then my mom is yelling, don't come up here. And I hear her, I'm coming to you. And she's yelling and she's yelling, don't come up here. Don't come up here. And she's running and she's saying this and I can hear her voice getting closer. So she's just yelling it as she's running. And I, I, you you know, as you're kind of placing the sound of where you're hearing people yelling from, I'm hearing her yelling it and running across the floor. And then I hear her yelling it and coming down the stairs and she comes down to the basement uh-huh. and m- my friend and I kind of are standing there. She grabs us both and we go in and we had this thing. It was really weird. We had this little area where the dog slept and we had these really big old like wardrobe boxes that we had moved our clothes in and we had built a wall where they sleep to kind of give them some privacy. And we all ran around and sat down 
amongst our dogs while this sound is happening upstairs and the dogs are barking and we just kind of sat there and when we finally were all together you could hear furniture moving holy shit yeah so all this shit is going on and like i'm talking like wood floor hardwood yeah. floors you hear things sliding Big around things and around. it's going and it's going and it's crazy and then all of a sudden it just stops so there's the three of us and our dogs and the dogs are barking and then just stop as soon as the sounds and everything stopped they stopped right and we go very slowly upstairs after a few minutes and furniture is everywhere what the fuck yeah like I'm talking couches moved across the room like we had this huge like kind of like a uh, like a armoire kind of thing. Yeah. My parents were big in antiques. Yeah. Like, and I'm talking like they would go antiquing and they had money. So these were like well-made old solid wood solid wood things and they were <laughs> yeah. slid the floor had gouges in it. Like shit was all over the fucking place. And we're just kind of standing in here, and I just asked my mom, like, what did you see? And she just couldn't even describe it. To this day, she basically can only really say that when she ran, she ran through things moving. Yeah. Is what she said. So we're standing there, and like five minutes later, we hear sirens. And like three cop cars just come flying up to the house. Our neighbors had called the police on us because it's my mom and I fought. Yeah. Sometimes. Not yeah. like crazy, but, you know, yelling arguments and yeah. she, I was drunk or she, you know, whatever. Sure. That's a different story. But cops showed up. They never, we never had police called on us or anything. Uh-huh. They showed up and they were like, they thought they were, there was a domestic dispute or yeah. something. And they come in the house and they just see this stuff and they're just like, what the, what do we write up? Right. And my mom just says, I don't know. I can tell you what I saw. So they left. My friend, my poor friend is like, I'm going home. Yeah. And he went home. And so then we go back inside the house. Every single item in the house that had a number that could have a number like a clock or a mileage counter on the bike down the um, bike downstairs uh-huh. the old vcrs used to have a counter on them yeah. that was analog all of them were 333 and when we looked at our actual like watches yeah like well the, actually everything was set to 333 and We, I don't know what time it was, but I think it all happened at 3.33 in the morning. Yeah. Because it was like dead of night. Like, it wasn't like fall asleep, midnight, you wake up. Oh, yeah. It was dead of night. Yeah. Every, and I'm not, I swear to you, every single item was set to 3.33 in the house. Weird. Everything. Yeah. Things that aren't even like clocks. Right. Yeah. Well, like oven counters, uh, you know. All That's that. fucking crazy. Oh. So we did some research and there wasn't much available, but we found out that that house 
had actually resided in a different part of Charles City mm-hmm. prior to where it was now. And it had been moved? It had been moved. In the 1960s, there was a huge tornado that went through Charles City and it destroyed like a mile-wide path through the entire city. It was an F5. It was one of Damn. the largest tornadoes in Iowa history. And it tore the third story off that house. Okay. And they moved it. <clears throat> and what we had also learned is that that house it actually like belonged to like a prominent kind of like physician that lived in the country like in the early like the late 1800s or some shit like that so this is like pre 1900s kind of thing mm-hmm. and that's all i know that's fucking crazy yeah so I have other things that I've encountered because I, I myself, like you, I believe I'm a weirdness magnet is what yeah. I call it. <clears throat> weirdness but, magnet for um, sure. Like people today will tell me, they're like, yeah. Like, as I said, I tracked this house from a safe distance. And they would tell me a family moved in two years later. Ah, they moved out. Yeah. And it's crazy that you have witnesses. Yeah. So it wasn't just you. It wasn't just your mom, but that friend was there. Yep. And saw, or at least heard, all that shit happen. Oh, he's, yeah. I mean, unless my mom was crazy and moving all the furniture around. And gouging out the hardwood floors. Yeah, like dragging something across the Fuck. hardwood. There's what? more to it. Did I anything else happen after that? After that, no, because that was a... So this all lasted about the span of up into my senior year. And that was like almost kind of like at the thaw of winter. And then, you know, we just had a few more months and I actually moved a, year, a week after I graduated. Yeah. So, but the thing was like, I have lots of theories, you know, and I actually have written some, I've written a, kind of, I had to write the story down. Oh yeah. I've kind of engineered a story to kind of tell a story from it if I want to, you know, like if I wanted to like try to do a book or something yeah. to kind of complete it. But, you know, I have a theory that basically that, Ghost would was wanting me to be its child. And yeah, wanted to get push my mom out of the way. Yeah, because she would wake up not breathing. I mean, there was a lot more to it. I like I said, I condensed yeah. all these things down into a shorter version, but it lasted about two and a half years, Damn. and it was quite frequent. And so, like, when you talk, when you hear about like real poltergeists and real like. Things like that, you I worry a lot about because they can latch themselves onto people and onto they travel people. with them. Yeah. And I am, I don't even like to address that. Yeah, thought. no, no, no. That's crazy. So that's, that's my ghost story. If my mom comes visit, I'll bring you over and she can. Yes, I want her to her tell slide. me about it. Yeah. That's wild. So I don't know how much time we have left. We, we can, we can break real quick and then come back and do some questions in a, like like maybe 10 minutes. Okay. Okay? All right. We'll be Shit. back in a moment. Did you see the ghost? 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 This ectoplasm. This ectoplasm. This ectoplasm. Did you see the ghost? Hey guys, so we're back. 
We're back. We're talking about ghosts. We're talking about ghosts. So what we're going to do <laughs> So we're going to do a rapid fire kind of yes or no, I think. Yeah. And then uh, I've got maybe it. a song, a ghost, uh, a song of the show or something. But um, yeah, so Charity, you had some yes or no questions. I do. I, I got, don't know that I do, but I'm trying to mix them up, I guess. I got. We'll just do those. Ghosts. Ghost yes no. questions. Ghost questions. Why am I so stuffy all of a sudden? Okay. I don't know. Ghosts. You getting sick? I don't fucking know. Ghost questions. Yes or no? Here we go. Do you believe in reincarnation? Whew. That's a tough one. Um, I, I want to say I like to believe in it. Okay, that's fair. Like I, stories I think, about like the Dalai Lama and stuff, and yeah. it, it really interests me. I, like I said, man, I have a hard time reconciling this stuff because I am not. I am. I am. About, I'm pretty much an atheist, so it's like. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, sure. I guess yeah. I do. That's how I feel. I yeah. would like to believe in it, or if not, maybe not reincarnation, but something like that. You know. So. Yeah, go ahead and go, well, go go with your question. Have you ever met a total stranger and talked to them for a few yeah. a few minutes and then been like, "I fucking know you." Totally know them, and then after that, you just stay in contact with them, even if it's just yeah. lightly. But you're still, yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah, that cannot be coincidence. Ask your next. I'll, I'll, I want to come back to because I have <laughs> okay. an answer that sort of answer to that. Okay, do you believe? That the ghosts or spirits or whatever that you have encountered or seen, do you believe that they are quote unquote trapped here? No. No. I don't. So, okay, I can't avoid answering this in the way that I was going to answer the other question. Okay. So, I don't view things as in like spirits as much as I view them as an energy. Yeah, yeah. So, one of the principles of it's either thermodynamics or something like that, but it's like a kind of a universal scientific principle is uh-huh. that energy cannot be created or Nor destroyed. destroyed. So it's like a transfer. Yeah. So like, I, I think if there is a, like a reincarnation, it's like you're, if that energy is being reused somehow. Yeah, for and sure. I view the, what I think ghosts are. Ghosts. Sisses are, <laughs> is like a replaying of an event or a, Energy being trapped. So, like, think of it this way. Like, if a traumatic event happens and uh, life is snuffed out or something like that, that energy kind of, like, all right, this is the way I answer this. And I don't know if this is scientific, but I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, if I set a hand on your arm, yeah, I have matter that feels like my fingers end and you have an arm where your feels like your arm starts. Yeah. But the truth is our molecules probably are kind of commingling slightly right yeah. there's like everything's molecules and there's space between it right so like matter coexists and touches and stuff and i feel like when events happen like it's almost like this transfer of energy and it's almost like a, a, a recording replaying an event or something like that so i don't view it like i'm trapped here and i'm waiting to go to heaven and i need to go to the light but it's like yeah it's like this energy needs to be dissipated somehow and yeah. it hasn't so that's what I what I believe. I don't I don't have no fucking scientific basis. <laughs> I don't have that. any that's, proof. That's how I kind of justify this thing that I shouldn't believe in, but I do. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, and maybe you already answered this. No. Oh. But 
do you think that there is a difference between spirits, ghosts, and demons? I don't because I think demons, demon, I think the word demon is a construct of religion. I do too. I don't believe, I don't believe in demons. Doesn't mean I don't believe that there are, I mean, so now you can get into the conversation of multidimensionality and like, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like universes and like, right. You know, things, things happening at the same time, but in different universes Mm -hmm. in the same space. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just don't. I, I don't believe in demons. I don't believe in spirits. I don't believe in that. But I believe in universal. Like, I believe that the universe is is unique and different, and like there are things that we don't understand about it. Definitely. Trying try to look up a quote here. Hold on. There are far stranger things in the realm of man than blah 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 blah. That one. I don't know who said it. I think it was Jimmy. Old Jimmy Jim Jim. I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe Believe in me. me. (laughs) Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that's who said it. Yep. Uh, Cool. Okay. Ghost. Do you like ghost movies? I love them. Yeah? So like Paranormal Activity? Yeah. That I, I don't like the modern versions, like these modern... The, listen to me, I'm like, these talking <laughs> pictures confuse and confound me. They confuse the and The whole, like, found footage shit and, like, that kind of stuff like bothers me. But Paranormal Activity, the first one, my wife and I saw it in the theater and oh, it was yeah. heavy. And we left and we were like, we, that we felt that one and talked about it for a while. Hmm. But then they repeated that formula yeah. like 18 times like and nobody gives times. a fuck. The two scariest... Haunted house and ghost movies ever are The Shining and the movie The Changeling. I love the movie The Shining. It's, my, I, it's in my top. It's probably my favorite <coughs> movie. It's one. It's one of my favorite movies for sure. <clears throat> I love Jack Nicholson. Absolutely love Jack Nicholson. Um, I love the concept. I love Kubrick is a fucking genius. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love The Shining. I, I don't. But I don't think it's scary at all. First time that's, I watched it, I was like, meh. That's weird. Because it's know. terrifying. That would be chicken, too. I'm just leaking out of one side of my nose. This is horrible. Have you seen The Changeling? No. You need to watch it. Can we watch it here in the dark? Yeah. Nice. It's a great. Is it scary? Yeah. Like super scary? Well, you, I don't know. What do you think is scary? Do you think things jumping out of you is scary, or do you think yeah. tension is scary, and like Both. dread? Definitely, I I think that like jump scare movies are more like, like you scream and then you laugh because you're like, what the fuck? You know, it's like it's like the yeah anticipation. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a rising tension and relief, but so this movie isn't going to have as much of that. It's going to have creep and stuff, but creep? it's just a really genuinely good, scary, haunted house movie. Nice. Did you watch Blair Witch? The Blair yeah. Witch Project? Yeah. Yeah. My sister forever. I at it. Yeah. My sister forever was like, that's the scariest movie ever made. Didn't scare me. But you you have to watch it. You have to watch it. It's so scary. And I watched it and I was like. Well, I couldn't understand. I couldn't see what was going on. Right. It's, it's just dark. So, yeah. And shaky. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, Changeling. Anyway. George C. Scott's great movie. The cha- okay. 
I have it on DVD, so nice. we could watch it. Kay. Next, last one. Would you like to come back as a ghost? Or would you like to be a ghost? No. No? I don't think I would either. I want to move on to the... I, yeah. I want to... I want my... I feel like it's all transitory states of being. So it's like I want to move on to the next stage and rock and roll there. Hell yeah. I don't have any other questions. I don't have questions like that for you. That's fine. Because I didn't think of any. <laughs> and I fine. really don't want to fake it because it's a pretty powerful subject. But It is powerful. You don't have to fake it. So are we doing a quick song or, or, or are we just fucking going to kind of like... I feel like, I feel like holy shit. I know. I feel pretty cathartic, heavy. Yeah. But if we want to, I don't want to leave people songless. Right. So, so. I forgot to start a new track, so I'm going to stop this and we're going to come back with songs. We're going to do that. A sad. Yeah. A sad. Yeah. A sad. Yeah. A sad. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. A sad. Yeah. A sad. Yeah. A sad. Yeah. That's crazy. 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 That's 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 All right. So All right. we have come back. We We're had back. a thirty minute segment there. <laughs> Sorry guys, but I hope you stuck around. Um songs. 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 So I'm gonna take the easy road. Okay. <laughs> And you asked for a ghost song, so ghost I'm going to actually talk about a song by the band Ghost. Nice. And Please do. the song is called Elizabeth. It's off their first album. Okay. And it's about Elizabeth Bathory. Do you know who Elizabeth Bathory is? No. Elizabeth Bathory is called, I think she's called like the Blood Queen or something like this. Hell she, she, yeah. She was this woman that was a duchess or whatever in like Romania or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she actually, I shit you not, she believed if she bathed in the blood of young virgins that she would like not age and it would Mm -hmm. like take her back in time. So she would like have like constantly have the village bring up their daughters and she would fucking murder them and bathe in their blood. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, I mean, so I guess... We're disappointed metal. in what's going on in the White House, but at least at I least mean, virgins aren't getting we're murdered. We're almost up to the bathing and blood phase. <laughs> yeah. Impeachment failed. Now we're moving on to bathing in Cheetos. Bathing in Cheetos. So man, that Cheeto the band is Ghost. Murdered. The song is Elizabeth. It's off the album. Is it just Ghost? I think it's their first. Is it self-titled? Just. It's my favorite ghost. of the albums they have. A lot of their newer stuff is not as good, in my opinion. Um, because it gets a little show tuny, but uh, oh, yeah, they're they're a juxtaposition. You might want to check them out because you they're not going to be like what you think they are. Uh, the band the album is called Opus Eponymous. Ep, Epin, Opus <laughs> Eponymous. Yeah, Opus Eponymous. The guy dresses like an undead pope. 
the what singer. What the fuck? That's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to show them to you sometime. Yeah. So, yeah. That's where I'm going to go is for Halloween next year. Undead Pope. That's cool. <laughs> That's I'm not cool. judging this. Uh, I do that kind of <laughs> stuff, the tissue up the nostril thing. All right. So, what's your ghosty ghost song? Okay. Um, I had a song picked out, but it's going to take... Because I could literally talk about it for like 20 minutes. Wow. So, we're not going to do that. Uh, so, instead, I'll pick a whole album. Is that cheating? I don't care. It's my own fucking show. Yeah, it's your own fucking show. <laughs> it's my own fucking show. It's my fucking show. So, the album is by, rest in peace, my favorite ghost, Mac Miller. Oh, Mac. Rest his soul. Uh, it's his most recent album. Came out on my birthday. It's called Circles. Goes uh, hand in hand with the album that he released right before he passed called Swimming. And uh, his team and the producer that he was working with worked really, really hard uh, to finish the album the way that, the, you know, it, in the same vision and sound that they believe Mac would have wanted. Mm. Uh, from what I've read, it was pretty much, I mean, all the tracks were there. It was just really like the mixing. Right. Uh, but it is really fucking good. I think if there's ever an album to be released after you pass and to really like put a chef's kiss on an individual's music as a whole, Circles, I know it's coming. <laughs> I can see it. It's like a, shoot, a little rainbow. <laughs> uh, but I think Circles is a fucking incredible album, and I cry every time I listen to it. I cry every time somebody brings it up. I'm gonna cry right now because it is so good. Uh, listen to Circles, the title track. Listen to Blue World. Listen to hand-me-downs and uh cry and remember mac miller because he's my fave this one's dedicated to old mac old mac macadelic easy back easy back mac attack i don't know i'm just throwing him in there i love him like the old guy that doesn't know but i want to <laughs> listen to him. All right, so big episode guys big ep you last month you listened to some fucking you listened to some love and some Black History Month and a Hell little yeah. bit more jovialness, and got you had a little special time travel treat in that one. And then this month, <laughs> I had some loose lobes in yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, loose lobes. And then this one, oh, you got shit. fucking dealt the cards, the dark cards. Dark cards, dark lobes. The left hand path. Whoa. Be careful out there, kids. Don't play Ouija boards without uh, supervision. Don't play Ouija boards, period. You dumb fucks. Yeah. See you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. What the fuck's going on? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck's going on? I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck's going on? I'm like, what the what the fuck is going on? What the fuck the fuck's going on? I'm like, what the what the fuck's going on? and adventure, danger and excitement, 
Join us for literally none of this and more as Charity and Jason do 